Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to The Fast Track. I'm your host, Scott Benjamin. And, uh, you know, I'll I'll be honest with you. I'm going to uh, try to slow down myself a little bit today and and take it kind of easy. We've got a a longer topic to deal with. And I want to tell you about the 10 fastest production cars in the world. And before we get into that, um, you know, I want to just mention again, I know we've only done a couple of shows here, but I want to mention again that, you know, this is a, a lot like the other show that I do here here uh, at, at the company. And uh, that show is called Car Stuff. And Car Stuff is more of a general show where we talk about just about everything. I mean, anything and everything automotive related. There's nine, 10 years of, of archive history that's there. You can go and search. You can find out a lot of stuff. I'm going to refer to uh, some of the episodes, maybe even today, I'm not sure, but for sure in the next one that we're going to talk about, I'm, I'm definitely going to refer to some of the previous shows that we've done. Uh, it's just because there's so much material there. There's so much archival information that's available there that, you know, we've already covered. We've done, you know, in-depth um, um, investigations into a, a lot of this stuff. And, and I don't feel like I need to redo any of that, but uh, maybe I'll, I'll rehash a little bit of it as we as we talk about it here. But, um, you know, if you hear me refer to Car Stuff, uh, please definitely go to carstuffshow.com and check out the archives there. And, uh, and you'll find just about everything you really want to know. We're talking about fastest production cars, and I want to mention a couple of things here. I understand a lot of people are going to think that this is pretty frivolous, that there's no need for a car to go, you know, 200 plus miles per hour. There's no need for a car to even go over 100 miles per hour. I get that a lot of people feel that way. Maybe if you're a listener of this show, you don't understand, you don't feel that way about it. I I don't feel that way about it. I think it's fantastic that there are cars that can push the limits, that can, you know, really uh, kind of advance and, and, uh, you know, manufacturers are kind of playing this game with each other where they, they try to one-up each other every year with how fast their fastest car can go. And um, I, I think it's good for it's good for the game. You know, it's good for everybody to have a little bit of competition to better themselves, to uh, to keep striving for something a little bit better. And and I really do feel that way with, uh, with production cars as well. I mean, it, it's not, you know, these one-off boutique cars, uh, you know, where they make, you know, 10 or 12 of them. 
Uh, we're talking about cars where they're going to produce, you know, in some cases as few as 100, but, um, you know, other cases are going to make several thousands of these cars. And so these cars are accessible to a lot of people. Not all of them, as we get as we get farther in the list, you'll find out that, you know, some of them, uh, well, well, you know what, without giving anything away, there's going to be a point here in our list where uh, the price of the cars, because I am going to give you the MSRP on all of these cars, the, the price is going to jump exponentially. And uh, and I realize that those aren't accessible to a lot of people. But um, if you are one of those people like me that feels that, you know, it's, it's good for competition, it's good for people to uh, to push each other, to, to push the boundaries, um, you're going to be impressed by this list, I think. I, you know, given that it is production cars, we are going to, uh, th- there's a limit. There's going to be a, a top speed that is still below 300 miles per hour. But I do want to um, maybe hint at a future topic here just early on, is that we are going to, at some point on the fast track, talk about uh, just cars, just outright any car made by a manufacturer that is the fastest car that they produce. And th- those are the one-offs. Those are the ones that, you know, have the um, the speculated top speeds. They haven't yet proven. All of the cars on today's list are proven. And uh, and I'll tell you where our, our list begins. Uh, it's going to begin with number 10. And we're going to count down from 10 to 1. To, to get in at the number 10 spot on this list, and this is just unbelievable to me. Number 10 is going to be 211 miles per hour. So we're talking about exceedingly fast vehicles here. Um, we're not talking about, you know, cars that go 150, 160, uh, which is already pretty darn fast and, and likely faster than you can go on the road. Um, but we are going to begin that list at, at 211 miles per hour. However, let me just take a, a moment to breathe here for a second because I know I'm already talking a little bit too fast. I do want to mention this, and, and I want you to think about this as we talk about, uh, you know, these cars and, and as we uh, kind of progress through this list of, t- of 10. Uh, the list of 10, by the way, is coming from thedrive.com if you want to follow along with us. 10 fastest production cars in the world um, as of 2019. I want you to think about the first time that you were ever in a car that was traveling faster than 100 miles per hour. And I can think back to that when I was really, really young. I know um, for a lot of people, of course, you're going to be, um, you know, excited. You're going to be really thrilled. You're watching the speedometer climb, you know. And, and for me, it was a little bit different. This was in the, uh, maybe not different than most of you, but I guess in the 1970s. And I will do my best to consider what vehicle it was because I was, again, I was very young. I was with an uncle and a cousin of mine that lived in Indiana. They still do live in northern Indiana. And when I would visit my grandparents, uh, this is Wabash, Indiana, uh, we would go on fishing trips on the weekends sometimes. You know, they would take me out with them. They love to fish. They still do. They're, they, you know, huge into, you know, bass fishing. And they've got, you know, these incredible boats and, and trucks and things to pull all these. Uh, they, they're in tournaments and everything now. But back then, it was just kind of a, a fun thing that we would stand on the shore and do. And when I was really, really young, we would go out into the, uh, the the outer reaches in, you know, like in the cornfields, practically, you know, uh, friends and family that owned, you know, ponds or, you know, uh, reservoirs. Reservoirs are big in Indiana, I guess. You know, there's no, there's not, no, there's there's not a lot of lakes, rather. So you go to reservoirs and you go to these little ponds and, you know, they're, they're covered bridges and things like that. Um, but we would take uh, my uncle's car and I, I want to say, and I, I hope I'm right on this, I, I think it was a Barracuda. I'm pretty sure it was a Barracuda. It was one of the early, early Barracudas that had the curved glass at the back. It wasn't um, probably the one with the, uh, the the long, wide, flat front end that you're thinking of. You know, it had almost like the gill slats and everything. It was the very first Barracuda. And, and his, in fact, was the very first 
Barracuda in town. He was the, he was the only one who owned one at, for a certain time, and it was a really spectacular car. I mean, it, people loved it at the time. It was, it was interesting to look at, um, fast, and it was loud, and it was all that all that cool stuff. Um, but my uncle's Barracuda, we would take it out into these back country roads where it's uh, you know hills, and you could see for a long, long distance outside of you know these intersections. And he knew where all the intersections were. However, we would go uh, just exceedingly fast. You know, my cousin would be, he was about six years older than me. He was kind of, you know, egging his dad on a little bit, you know, pushing it a little bit more. And, uh, you know, we would get going and I, I, I would watch the speedometer climb, the, the tachometer climb as well. And we would get above 100 miles per hour. Um, and it was just such a thrill. It was so much fun to realize that you had been going that fast. Of course, you know, I, I wasn't supposed to tell my mom or anything that I was going that fast, you know, with, with my uncle. But um, eventually I think I did. And then I also want you to think about another time in your life maybe and that is, uh, and I'll save this story for later in the episode, but um, uh, think about the first time that you drove a car 100 miles per hour or faster. You know, uh, any time that you were able to go or to exceed 100 miles per hour, can you remember that moment, uh, that, that very first time that you were able to get into the triple digits? And I, I think a lot of people can remember that. And again, I'm, I'm going to try to remember to, to say that story here at the end. Maybe it'll uh, creep up in the next episode or something. I don't know. I'm not sure. But, uh, but think about those two times. The first time you rode over 100 miles per hour, first time you drove over 100 miles per hour. And uh, maybe write in or, or, you know, chime in on Twitter and Facebook or, you know, whatever, Instagram, whatever. You can, you can tell us what's going on with that. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's dig into this list here. And I want to talk about the 10 fastest production cars in the world from this list that I found on the drive.com. One quick thing that we need to cover here ahead of time before we even get into number 10, which I, I promised we would start at, what was it, 211 miles per hour, I think, for number 10. There are a couple of honorable mentions, and the reason that they're putting these in is because these are relatively high production number cars. Now, one more so than the other one. In fact, the first one is a uh, is is a little bit higher production numbers than the second one, I believe. The first one on the list here uh, for the honorable mentions is the Dodge Challenger SRT. Hellcat Red Eye. Now, that's a long name, I understand, and uh, maybe that takes up the full trunk. I don't know if they uh, actually spell all that out, and I know they don't, but uh, <laughs> the, the top speed on this car, an astounding 203 miles per hour. Now, this is a car that will hold five people, uh, not comfortably, but it will hold five people, maybe four at the most. Even even then, you know, people are going to have their knees bent up in the back seat. But um, the SRT Hellcat Red Eye is powered by the same 6.4-liter supercharged Hemi V8 that's found in the Dodge Demon. This is the world's largest factory supercharger that's ever been fitted to a production car at this time. And 0 to 60 comes in just 3.4 seconds. And again, a top speed of about 203 miles per hour. Now, uh, this is even better than uh, what you, I guess you could call the regular old Hellcat, if you can call it that. And you're not going to uh, pay that astronomical just out of this world, um, you know, a supercar price for this car. Now, I know it's expensive, and it does kind of limit the number of people that can afford this car, but um, the MSRP on this car is about $69,995, so just under $70,000, and you can have yourself a uh, an SRT Hellcat Red Eye. Now, um, <laughs> I understand that the, uh, the, the fuel 
price would be uh, would be something to consider as well, and probably insurance and all that, as will be the case with many of these. But let's not even really think about that as we go on, because some of these cars are going to be spectacular in not only their price, but their performance, their top speeds, uh, you know, as we get to it. But um, we do have a second vehicle here on the list for an honorable mention, and I, I want to mention this one too before we even get into number 10. Uh, this is one that is a little bit of a, has a price point problem for a lot of people. Uh, the MSRP on this car is $218,400, and it is the Bentley Continental GT. And the Bentley Continental will best the uh, the SRT Hellcat Red Eye by about four miles per hour. So uh, the top speed on this one, and when you look at it, you would never guess this car would get to this top speed, 207 miles per hour. Now, I've seen a lot of these on the road. We live here in Atlanta, and we find that, you know, there's a lot of... Um, Exotic cars, a lot of people have really, really fancy cars here in downtown Atlanta. And uh, as I'm driving to and from work, I find that I see a lot of exotics. I see a lot of luxury cars. The the Bentley Continental GT is one of those cars that I see quite often on the road. It's not, um, it's not you know, every other vehicle or anything like that, but it is a common sight on the road, believe it or not. And um, it's powered by a six-liter W12 TSI engine that has 626 horsepower and 664 pound-feet of torque. So, you know, it has the luxury, it has the power, it has, you know, just, uh, it, it probably pulls like a train. I've heard um, a lot of cars been have been described like that. Bentley, in particular, have, have said um, that, that, you know, once you think you're at the top end of this car, it just continues to pull and pull and pull, and it's faster and faster and faster, and it's just smoother and smoother the whole time as well. It's quiet. Um, it's just an extreme top-end luxury vehicle. The Bentley Continental GT is more of a, um, I guess it has a little bit more of a, a sports car blend to it than some of the other uh, Bentleys do. Some of the other Bentleys are are pure luxury. Uh, they are fast, they are powerful, they are big, uh, but the Continental GT is is slightly more towards the sports car side of things. Zero to 60 in this car, again, if you ever see one in person, they're a big car. Zero to 60 is 3.2 seconds, which is pretty incredible. Um, I, I felt we should mention those two cars. Now, one, again, 70000 the other one, $218,000. You're going to find that, you know, we'll have a, a wide variety of prices here on this list. And there are going to be a few that are lower, a few that are higher, and then some that go just incredibly high that put them out of reach of just about everybody outside of, you know, celebrities or, or um, you know, Jay Leno <laughs> in his garage, you know, his, uh, his incredible garage. We'll find out... Um, he, he probably has a couple of these in there. All right, so let's, uh, let's start this list with uh, number 10. So number 10 on this list is the Porsche 911 GT2 RS. And uh, as I mentioned already, 211 miles per hour is the, uh, is the top speed on this car. Now, this car has about 690 horsepower, 553 pound-feet of torque, and it will do 0 to 60, and get this, 2.7 seconds. So we're talking about a car that is, uh, you know, it's getting close to motorcycle fast. I think I've mentioned that uh, that that type of speed before, but uh, you know, motorcycle acceleration fast in a, in a big car. Um, not that the Porsche 911 GT2 RS is is very big. It's uh, it's relatively small on the scale of things when we when we were talking about you know the Bentley Continental GT before, but uh, zero to sixty. Uh, in 2.7 seconds, and then from 60 all the way up to 211, it doesn't take a whole lot more to get to that point. In September of 2017, this car did a run of the Nürburgring, which set a record-breaking, at the time, 6.47 seconds uh, for, a, for a lap time um, that was beaten 
by the uh, another car that's going to show up on our list a little bit later. It's a Lamborghini, and I'll, I'll hold off on mentioning which one that was until we get to it. But this is a just a 3.8-liter twin-turbocharged six-cylinder boxer engine, and uh, it, it comes at a high price point. So, you know, if you definitely want, if you want to go this fast, you're definitely going to have to uh, to pay up on this one. $293,200. That's the uh, that's the price on this. Uh, I know there's a lot of other Porsches that uh, a lot of people would, you know, enjoy driving just nearly as much as this car. I'm sure it's something fantastic to drive, but uh, for almost $300,000, I, I don't know. I might uh, I might opt for something that's a little bit lower on the uh, pecking order, I guess, of, of the Porsche model lineup. And certainly another one that, um, you know, is a lot less. I mean, we're talking about less than half the price is number nine on our list. This one comes in at $120,900. And this one, I'm not entirely sure, but this one outside of the, you know, the honorable mention, the, uh, the SRT Hellcat Red Eye, this one might be the the lowest one on the actual top 10 list. For $120,900, so just under $121,000, you can get a Chevy Corvette ZR1. And the ZR1 will top out at, at one mile per hour faster than the Porsche at 212 miles per hour. Now, this one also has tried its uh, tried its luck on the Nürburgring and came in with an unofficial 7 minutes and 4 second lap time around the Nürburgring. Now, that's that's pretty darn quick. Um and it's something to watch. I know I've I've watched these videos online many, many times. 7 minutes around that track is really cooking. That's moving pretty good. Uh this one has a uh, 6.2 liter supercharged V8 which has 755 horsepower. 715 pound-feet of torque, and the top speed, again, 212 miles per hour. Now, I do believe this is the least expensive vehicle on this list that will get you above 200 miles per hour um, outside of the SRT Hellcat, the honorable mention. If you want to be up in the, uh, the the top range of this, you know, if you want to be on the actual list, if you want to get on the, the top 10 list, uh, $121,000 is what it's going to take. And, uh, and not a bad car either, the uh, the Corvette ZR1. I, I really love looking at these cars. The Z06 is something spectacular as well. And I know that, um, you know, they have just recently released the C8, which is the uh, the mid-engine Corvette, and uh, I want to do a full episode on that when it when it uh, finally all the details come out. I know we're still kind of learning just little bits and pieces of information as we're as we're recording this right now. Um, so I, I definitely want to cover this thing in in much more detail because it's a spectacular car. Um, also a spectacular car. Another one. I guess this is a tie. Two hundred twelve miles per hour. You would you would not guess this. Um, you know, for the Corvette to tie this one, but the McLaren seven twenty S comes in at 212 miles per hour. The reason this car is probably very fast and, well, actually there's a lot of reasons, but um, one of the reasons is because it's extremely lightweight for its size. Now, think about how big a McLaren 720S is. And if you've never seen one in person, maybe you can watch a video online of somebody kind of, kind of walking around one doing a, uh, a review of one or something. You'll quickly see that it's not a small vehicle. It's a, it's a big car. Uh, however, it's relatively lightweight. It weighs about 2,800 pounds, so less than 3,000 pounds. And that's mostly due to a carbon fiber body. It has, um, of course, twin turbocharged four liter V8, which has around 720 horsepower and an incredible 770 pound feet of torque for its size. I mean, that's a it's a pretty strong car. Zero to sixty comes in just 2.8 seconds, and again, a top speed of 212 miles per hour. Now. 
This one is also very expensive, as you might imagine. It's a it's a pricey vehicle. It's a, um, a I guess I would call it a, a supercar in that you know that it just has that look. It has that um, um, exotic car look to it, and uh, it does also unfortunately have an exotic car price to go along with that, and that is about two hundred and eighty four thousand dollars. I'm sorry, I should say it a different way, $284,745. I want to leave off that extra $1,000 there. So it's a roughly about $285,000 if you want to go from 0 to 60 in 2.8 seconds and get up to 212 miles per hour. Now, um, you know, I, I feel like we're making pretty good progress on this list, and I'd love to continue at this moment, but I think we do need to take a break for a word from our sponsor. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <laughs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
And we're back, and you're listening to The Fast Track, and I'm your host, Scott Benjamin. We were in the middle, well, maybe not in the middle, we were at the beginning, rather, of the top 10 fastest production cars in the world. Now, that's important to note that we're talking about production cars because these are cars that have proven themselves in the real world. We're not talking about, um, you know, the, the one-offs, the, uh, you know, the um, the concepts or, you know, whatever that manufacturers are creating that, that, that claim much, much higher speeds. These are ones that actually have proven they can do this in the real world. And uh, number seven on the list, that's where we are. We're at number seven. We are going to talk about the Ford GT for just a moment. Now, the Ford GT, this is kind of the, well, actually, I, I don't know what generation we're talking about here at this point because it goes all the way back to the 1960s and, you know, that whole battle with Ferrari. And we talked about that at length in car stuff many, many years ago. And there's probably an entire episode about the Ford, uh, Ford GT and uh, actually the GT40 and the battle that Henry Ford had with Ferrari at the time. And uh, it was just, it was an interesting story. So if you if you get a moment, go over to our archives at, uh, at carstuffshow.com and check that out, and you can find information about that. Um, however, we're, we're talking about the modern version of this, and now there, there have been a couple. I think in 2005, there was another Ford GT that was an incredible-looking car. It looked an awful lot like the car that uh, came out in the 1960s that was the Le Mans racer. The newer version, the Ford GT that we're talking about right now, um, the one that I, I want to say, I don't, you know, I don't have a model year in front of me here. I want to say it was like 2017, 2018, somewhere around there. Uh, they only made a few of these. There's not a whole lot of them out there, but um, it is a it is considered a production car. 216 miles per hour. It does have um, carbon fiber construction, so of course, you know, it's going to be a lightweight car, even though it's rather large. It's a big, big vehicle. Um, it does have active aero, which means that, you know, there, there are some... Uh, aerodynamic components to the vehicle that change and shift as you go faster or slower or whatever. Um, it just, uh, um, you'll have to go online and, 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 take a look at that. You can see some of that stuff in action, which I think is really, really cool. You know, the, the faster it goes, the uh, the more aerodynamic it becomes, and and uh, um, the way you can watch the wings move, and, you know, it's just, it, the active aero stuff is really, really cool in this. Um, it does have a twin-turbocharged V6, which is a little bit surprising. You would think they'd go with a V8, but they used a V6, a twin-turbo V6, 647 horsepower, and 550 pound-feet of torque. So, this car will manage 0 to 60 in about 3 seconds. And the top speed, again, faster than the others we've talked about uh, talked about on this list so far. It goes up to 216 miles per hour. Now, you can imagine uh, that a car like this, relatively limited production, uh, you know, again, it has that supercar look to it. It's incredible. It's a beautiful vehicle. Um, you can imagine that it's going to be expensive, and definitely this one is. And I've only got an approximate MSRP on this because I think there's a lot of markups that happen along the way. And I don't want to give you the wrong price here, but we're going to ballpark this one right around $450,000. And uh, so we're talking about half a million dollars for a car that uh, will go zero to 60 in three seconds and about 216 miles per hour. Not sure exactly where you're going to take it to 216 miles per hour, but uh, you just might be able to get there and, you know, on some lonely stretch of highway, some desolate stretch maybe out west or something like that. We're going to best that by one mile per hour for the next one. We're going to go up to 217 miles per hour for number six on our list. And this is the uh, the first appearance of a Lamborghini on the list. It's a, the Lamborghini Aventador SVJ. Now, this one has a, oh, it's a big engine, a naturally aspirated 6.5 liter V12 engine, 770 horsepower, and it has four-wheel drive, which, of course, will, will launch this car incredibly fast, 
zero to 62, which is 100 kilometers per hour, zero to 62 in about 2.8 seconds. And again, a top speed of about 217 miles per hour. Now, uh, Lamborghini's CEO has said that the engineers, I guess, that created this drew lots of inspiration from everything from like, you know, spaceships to jet fighters, um, just all the exceptional examples of like super fast, super athletic, just anything that showed aerodynamic superiority in the design of this car. And when you look at it, it's a rolling sculpture. It's beautiful. I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of Lamborghinis. I always have been. I would love to own one or even just drive one at some point. I would I would be happy with just driving one. Um, <laughs> back in, way back in high school, had some friends uh, I, I should say friends of friends. They weren't very close friends of mine. Uh, a couple of twin girls that uh, their father must have been doing very well in business. They had a Lamborghini Countach in their garage, and it was beautiful. It was fantastic. I'd love to look at it. Love to uh, love to see it when the garage was open. I didn't get much closer than that, just driving by. Uh, you know, they'd store it with the doors up. You know, those uh, those hinged doors that would angle up and forward, kind of look like an insect. Very, very cool, and uh, I would I would give anything to be able to uh, to get in that car right now and be able to drive it or even even ride in it would be fantastic. But I've always been a huge fan of Lamborghinis. Had the posters on my wall, that kind of thing. Um, uh, I think most people did probably in the late eighties. Uh, that was just kind of the thing. Uh, but this one, a, a very modern version of it, the Lamborghini Aventador SVJ, two hundred seventeen miles per hour. The price point on this. Pretty prohibitive, though. Um, we're talking about uh, we're approaching six hundred thousand dollars, and we're not even to the point where I think that uh, most people are out on something like this. So we'll we'll get to a uh, a ridiculous price point in a minute. But this one is five hundred and seventy three thousand nine hundred and sixty six dollars. So we're we're talking um, you know five hundred seventy four thousand dollars to go two hundred seventeen miles per hour. Uh, but what a car! What an incredible vehicle this is. If you've got the means to do it. By all means, by all means, do it. I guess that's uh, that's probably that's probably my best advice. I don't know. I I'm a car guy though. That's the way it goes. Uh, if you are a car guy or car girl, you might like the next one on the list as well. This is um this is one that's a little bit more obscure. This is the Noble M600. Now, this one is one that uh, I don't think this one has been produced for a while. There, there's a whole history of noble cars. Um, and I, I again, I think this one is out of production. I don't think it's in production at this moment. Not entirely sure about that, but this one will top out at a blistering 225 miles per hour. So we are talking, at, the, at this point, we're getting to the point where we are looking at cars that are going as fast as the Indianapolis 500 cars go on the straightaways and in Indianapolis. 225, you know, I think they can top out a little faster, 240, something like that. Uh, but we're talking like average speeds, 225 miles per hour. That's what you're going to get in the Noble M600. Now, I mentioned just a second ago that uh, the Noble cars, they've been produced for for many, many years now. Um, I think about 20 years at this point, believe it or not. That's, that's a long, long time for uh, this relatively obscure man manufacturer to be in production, um, I, I would be willing to bet that not many people have even seen a Noble on the road. I, I don't think I have ever seen a Noble anywhere in any car show, any museum, anything like that. I've never seen a Noble in person. Back in 1999 until about 2000, they made a car called the M10. Then they made the M12 from about 2000 to 2008. Then they skipped up to something called the M400, which had 400 horsepower. So that's logical number for that one. Then they made the M14, then the M15, and now they're up to the M600. And the 600, oddly enough, doesn't have 600 horsepower. It has 650 horsepower. So this is a 4.4 liter V8 
that has 650 horsepower. Um, Zero to 60 in just about three seconds. And again, it tops out at 225 miles per hour. Now, uh, just, a, just a little bit of a side note here about Noble. Uh, not a whole lot. I want to mention that it is a, uh, it's an English car. It's built in, in Leeds, West Yorkshire, England. And it was founded by a guy named Lee Noble. And if you want to look at a Noble, because again, not a lot of people are familiar with this car as opposed to some of the other cars on the list, which are, are a little bit more familiar uh, to, to us, you know, car people, automotive people. If you want to go to noblecars.com and check them out, you'll find that the MSRP on the Noble M600 is somewhere around, and it's going to be in uh, in pounds sterling on the, on the website, of course, but it's going to be 200,000 pounds sterling, which equals about $250,000 uh, US dollars. So that's a, a pretty significant drop from the last one on our list that was, uh, you know, more than double that. Go to noblecars.com and check it out. You'll see the M600 and uh, and find out what all that's about. All right, the next one on our list here, we're getting down uh, toward the end here. Um, we're getting to number four. And this is, I'm, I'm going to pronounce this the best I can. It's an Italian car, a supercar. It's one that's very low production. Um, this is the Pagani Hayura. And this one, a uh, significant increase in the miles per hour on this one, 238 miles per hour is the top speed on this one. Now, this one has a uh, what they what they call a bespoke V12 engine that comes from Mercedes, which means Mercedes custom creates these engines specifically for uh, Pagani. And, and uh, you're going to find that it has 720 horsepower. Now, I've seen numbers that go all the way up to 764 horsepower in this. So I don't know if they're, they're measuring it at the wheels, if they're measuring it, you know, um, once all the losses uh, have come out, rather at the engine. Um, I'm not sure exactly where that measurement's coming from. But anywhere between 764 and 720 horsepower is what you'll find. 738 pound-feet of torque. Uh, this car has an incredible look. I mean, it, it's uh, it's definitely a supercar. Has a really unique-looking quad exhaust at the back that's up really high, kind of like the four pipes all together in the middle. Um, just an interesting look. It has active aero. I can see some wings that uh, that, that fold up here. Uh, just an interesting-looking car. It's again carbon fiber clad body. Weighs just under three thousand pounds, which again is pretty uh, pretty impressive for a car this big. And zero to sixty comes in just two point eight seconds. Now, for the Roadster, you're going to compromise a little bit of that top end speed. So the coupe will go two hundred and thirty eight miles per hour. The Roadster will go two hundred and ten miles per hour. And I do want to tell you, this is the car. This is the point where we uh, we make a big break in our uh, our price points for these cars. This is where it goes up exponentially for this vehicle. And uh, in just a moment, actually, you know what, toward the end of the podcast, um, I want to mention to you about uh, something very interesting about the Pagani and uh, and what's being offered right now to you um, as a consumer. If you want to drive one of these, maybe you can. We'll see. We'll see. There's a, there's, a, there's an option for you, but uh, it's, an, it's an expensive option because this car, the Roadster uh, that we're talking about, Two point four million dollars for the uh, for the for the vehicle. Um, again, zero to sixty two point eight seconds, two hundred thirty eight miles per hour top speed. Oh, I'm sorry, Roadster two hundred and ten miles per hour. Two point four million dollars for the Roadster, and I do believe I'm not entirely sure about this, but I think the Roadster is a little bit more expensive than the coupe version of this car. So. Um, Interesting twist there. Now, you know what? I, we we're going to go on to the top three in our list here in just a moment, but I think this would be a, a good time to take a break for a word from our sponsor. 
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. back and you're listening to the fast track and I'm your host Scott Benjamin. We are down to the uh, the, the number 3 entry on this list. And uh, and so we're actually up to the top three. The top three. I'm going to tell you three, two, one. What are the fastest production cars out there right now as far as 2019 goes? And this one's a little bit of a surprise only because there was another vehicle made by this manufacturer that actually topped it. There was a, a car that was faster made by the same manufacturer. But the, the twist on this is that it's not in production. And that's why uh, this one is on the list versus the other one. This is the Bugatti Chiron uh, Sport. Now I know it's uh, it's it's C H I R O N, and my gut instinct was to pronounce that Chiron. 
I, I wanted to say Chiron. It's Chiron. That's the way I've heard many, many reviewers talk about it. It's Chiron. That's the way it is. I'm going to go with Chiron, and, and hopefully that's right, and I won't get made fun of on this podcast, but we'll see. <laughs> the top speed is around 261 miles per hour. Now, I know that the uh, the other car, the uh, there was another um, a Bugatti that would top out. It was a Super Sport, I believe, that would top out at something like 268 miles per hour. And, you know, infamously, we saw that one on um, on uh, Top Gear, I believe, you know, they, they pushed it to the limit on the uh, Bugatti test track or the Volkswagen test track, and that was really, really cool to watch. Um, it was exciting. It was fun. It was all that. Uh, but 261 is uh, is the top Bugatti production car, uh, I guess the top speed for the, the Bugatti top production car. Um, now, this car, I, I want to mention this too. Um, you know, before we get into the specs on this one, it's it's got a an enormous engine. It's, it's very strong. It's very expensive and all that. Um, but I do want to mention this, that this car at top speed will completely drain its 26.4-gallon fuel tank in less than 10 minutes. So if you were to accelerate this car for as fast as it will go for 10 minutes, completely empty, 26.4 gallons gone. And you know that's premium fuel. It's probably even maybe even something a little bit above premium fuel if you want to really get to that type of performance in this car. Um, but it's kind of a it's it's kind of a strange thing. Now remember the Veyron Super Sport was was faster at 268, uh, but again not in production anymore. This one has a very similar quad turbocharged W16 engine. The horsepower in this one, however, is 1,000. 479 horsepower. Now, if you remember watching that video, that, that video where they did push the uh, the Super Sport up to 268, I want to say, and I, I hope I don't get this wrong because I'm just going by my uh, my my memory here, my broken memory um, of, of what this was, and this was years ago. I think that the, the person that was doing the testing, the driver, was saying that, you know, it takes something like 850 horsepower to get to, you know, uh, 200 miles per hour, something like that. You know, any car, just about any car will go to 100 miles per hour. To get to 200 miles per hour, it's going to take somewhere around 850, maybe even 1,000 horsepower. Everything beyond that point is working to get every mile per hour beyond that because the car becomes... Um, exponentially harder to push through the air at that point. You know, the the, the tires, the uh, the body work, even though it's very, very smooth, very aerodynamic, uh, you're still pushing what equates to roughly like a, a flat bookcase going through the air at 200 miles per hour. You're trying to get it to go faster and faster and faster. And it takes more fuel. It takes more power. It just takes more air coming into the engine. It, it just takes it, it, everything that, you know, a normal car sips, this car has to gulp and gulp and gulp and gulp, and that's the way it works. It just has to get um, that much more going through it in order to to be that efficient to be able to get up to this speed. So when we get above, you know, 250 miles per hour, uh, we are really talking about a fast, fast car and something that um, um, is something to marvel at based on the engineering that is behind that. And this car, now I want to tell you something about this car. Um, uh, we, we already mentioned the engine. It's a quad turbocharged W16, nearly 1,500 horsepower, this car, because it is not the standard Chiron, it's the it's the Chiron Sport. Uh, it, it does add four hundred thousand dollars to the price of this car. So if you want to go faster than the standard Chiron, if the, uh, the the plain old Bugatti Chiron is not good enough for you and not good enough for your garage, uh, you have to go with the uh, the Chiron Sport. 
uh, you were going to pay somewhere in the neighborhood of about 3.26 million U.S. dollars for this car. Now, 3.26 million for a sports car is an awful lot of money, and we have talked uh, many times in the past on car stuff about um, exotic car maintenance and what that takes in order to keep these cars at you know operating at optimal performance and, and at top at the top end. Uh, if you're going to push this car to that limit, you're going to have to have access to a track. You're going to have to have access to um, likely engineers that are going to help you get the car up to that top speed. Uh, we're talking about you know a separate person for just maintaining the tires while you're at the track during that day. You're going to talk about uh, somebody who's doing telemetry. For you, someone who is, uh, you know, just simply monitoring the cooling system on the car, someone who's, you know, monitoring uh, your, um, you know, biometric responses while you're on the track. I mean, it, that type of level of of care is going to have to be taken in order to get the car to this type of speed, 261 miles per hour on a track, and, um, you know, it just get, it gets really, really expensive. There's a there's a whole you know, spider's web of. of um, complexity that comes with owning a car like this and wanting to push it to the top speed and getting to push it to the top speed. It's cool to be able to say that your car will do it, but to actually do it, it takes an awful lot of money and an awful lot of planning. And uh, you have to have the right, you know, the right place and it has to be the right time and all that. Uh, number two on the list. Uh, number two on the list is the Hennessy Venom GT. Now, you might think of Hennessy as more of a boutique manufacturer, and I kind of feel the same way about that. This is, however, a production car. They're going to produce more than more than just one, two, or three. They're going to produce several. You know, anybody who wants to be able to, uh, you know, pony up the money for this one to uh, to pay for it and and wants to go this fast, they will be able to do so, and Hennessy will build them for them. This Venom GT. 270 miles per hour. Now we have uh, we've we've seen this one go this fast in the past. I mean, there's a, there's another Hennessy car. This one's been out for a few years. Uh, this one broke the record a few years ago. I remember watching this happen. There's a video, you know, checkered flag. It was at an airstrip. It was uh, it was kind of exciting. It was really cool to watch. Um, but the Hennessy Venom GT will do 270 miles per hour. I think they claimed it might do a little bit faster. They just weren't able to get to it that day, maybe. Um, we're talking about a 1,200 horsepower, twin turbocharged, 7-liter LSX V8 engine. And um, again, 270 miles per hour, incredibly fast car. Another car that has something like you know 1,451 horsepower. So we're getting close to 1,500 horsepower in these cars. The price on this one is very, very expensive. It's one2 to $1.4 million for it. It looks like a, uh, a lengthened Lotus, uh, maybe Europa or a, a Lotus Elise or something like that. It's a, it's definitely Lotus bodywork that's been stretched quite a bit. Again, $1.4 to $1.2 million. That $1.2 million is with no options. So if you don't have anything extra added onto this, um, you know, you don't have the extra two hundred thousand dollars to to pony up for this uh, for the, for the extra options. Um, I don't know exactly what a stripped down Hen uh, Hennessy Venom GT looks like. It's probably still not bad, if I had to guess. Uh, but a, but a great car. I think that um, Steven Tyler from Aerosmith owns one of these. As a matter of fact, he was excited about getting one. I think they built a. Uh, um, I want to say they built a Roadster version for him that they they were not creating in the past. They they built a special version for him of the uh, the Venom GT. Once it broke the record, he was so excited about it. He's a car guy, a longtime car guy, so he was ex excited about going fast and having something you know pretty exclusive. And uh, and this is the one that he chose. But again, two hundred seventy miles per hour. And I'm not going to give away too much here when I mention that. Um, 
We are in the near future going to talk about, uh, you know, some of these other cars that are just the outright fastest cars on the planet at this time. And Hennessy is going to come in, if not at number one, it's going to be right up there. And uh, the, the top speed of what uh, of the car that they are building right now will blow you away. It's incredible. So, um, you know, we'll get to that in a in a future podcast, I promise you. But right now, I would like to talk about number one on our list, and this is another expensive one. Uh, this is, in fact, maybe one of the most expensive ones, I think. I, I have to go back and look at the notes here and, and see if it's – it's definitely close. Um, this is the Koenigsegg Agera RS. Now, again, this is a, this is a little tricky, and I, I wonder why this one made the list because it's technically – not in production anymore, technically. However, it is a production car. And I don't know why this one is included when the uh, the Bugatti Veyron Supersport is not, maybe because there was something that has replaced that already. But the Koenigsegg Agera RS still gets the top spot on this, and I believe it's because of this incredible top speed, and that's maybe the reason. Um, the top speed on this car is an, is an astounding 277 miles per hour. So we're talking about a car that you could go into a dealership and purchase uh, that will go 277 miles per hour straight from the manufacturer. Now, that's pretty incredible. It's a it's a Swedish car. It's, uh, of course, a mix of carbon fiber and Kevlar, which keeps the weight down. And it is, uh, it's nearly, it's, it's, it's a little bit lower on the horsepower uh, scale than the other cars. So it has about 1,200 horsepower, has a twin turbocharged 5-liter V8, and uh, it's incredibly strong, obviously. I mean, powering that, uh, that lightweight body, um, it... Uh, 277.87 miles per hour is the proven top speed. So just shy of 278 miles per hour. Very, very strong car. Now, this is another one that is extremely expensive. And I said that, you know, it might tie for the uh, the number one on the list. I, I I can't flip through my notes here fast enough to find uh, find which one was the most expensive. I think it was the Pagani. Uh, but we're talking about in the same price range as that one. This is about 25 million dollars US uh, in order to purchase this car again the Swedish sports car uh, but again if you want to go 277 miles per hour in a car that uh, comes right from the factory this is the uh, this is the vehicle to do it in close out this episode, I teased early on that, uh, you know, we would we would talk about something special that comes from this top 10 list. And uh, I want to mention, I want to go back to um, the Pagani. And the Pagani, I'm trying to think, I'm going to flip through my notes as we're talking here, but the Pagani Roadster uh, is going to be what they call the, uh, the, the most expensive new car lease in history. Now, this is this is from an article in May of 2018, and this may have been eclipsed by another vehicle. I'm, I'm not entirely sure, uh, but Bagani, as you remember, as you recall, comes in at number four on our list at, at a top speed of 238 miles per hour, and uh, for the Roadster, 210. So the vehicle we're talking about, 210 miles per hour. The starting price tag on this car is about $2.4 million. That's the starting price. And they're only going to make 100 of these Roadsters. So it's very exclusive. Um, it's a very expensive car. Of course, it's the most expensive new car lease in history. And you might think, hey, you know, if you got enough money to buy a car like this, why would you bother leasing a car like this? Turns out that there is an incredible tax break. <laughs> you, buyers can lease this car and then, you know, uh, they can they can make the payment with pre-tax dollars and then write it off as a business expense in a lot of cases. So I don't know what kind of business you have uh, that you might need a 2.5 or $2.4 million Italian car that, uh, you know, a supercar that 
only seats two. I'm not sure exactly what you're going to uh, going to claim to the IRS in, in that case, but uh, good luck to you if you try to do that. I, I, I wish you the best. Uh, but I will I will let you know uh, what's going on here with this price. And uh, I love the way that this article puts it into perspective. It's a different article. It comes from digitaltrends.com. And um, it's uh, it's what you call an open end lease on this car, on this vehicle. So, an open end lease is not like a historic close in lease, uh, according to Stephen Posner, who is the CEO of a place called Putnam Leasing, and they're the ones who are leasing the Pagani. He says it's not like leasing a Mercedes from a dealer where you get a closed end lease on a car for like thirty six months and then you buy or return it. An open end vehicle lease on on um, this type of vehicle is geared more towards somebody who wants to own the car at the end of the lease. Uh, but it also has a couple of, of other advantages. You're able to uh, kind of bow out of this vehicle at any point and pick up another car that is similar in in value uh, for the remainder of your lease. Now, I don't know what other cars are similar in value to the $2.4 million Pagani, but uh, of course we know the uh, Agueras out there, the Koenigsegg, but, uh, but there's not a whole lot that are up at that level. Maybe the uh, maybe the Bugatti, you know, something like that. Um, those are about the only ones I can think of, really. Um, but anyways, you're able to to purchase it at the end. Now, this is where the numbers just are, are incredible. And remember, tax write-off. So if you want to do this, go ahead and do it. I get it, I understand, but... Um, Here's what you're looking at for for leasing. Uh, again, 100 of these made. If you want to buy this, you have to first put down, this is the down payment, $700,000 for this lease is what you have to put down. You have to sign on the dotted line uh, for $700,000, and that's the equivalent of buying both of these cars, like buy, buying a Rolls-Royce Coulinan and a McLaren 720S just outright. So if you want to just buy those two cars outright, it's going to cost you about $700,000. That is the down payment on this lease. Now, this is a 60-month lease, which is a long lease to begin with. It's a, you know, not a lot of people will recommend you even going to a 60-month lease because after, what is that, five years? I think it's five years. You go five years with a car, you're generally kind of tired of that vehicle at that point. You don't want to necessarily own that car and you've invested nearly the full purchase price in the vehicle before you, you know, and you have to decide if you want to buy it or just trade it back in for practically nothing. You know, you hand, you hand all that money over. Um, so we're talking about a 60 month lease on this. Now, I don't know if you'll get tired of that car, but get this every single month for 60 months, you're going to be paying $25,339 per month. So that is the equivalent of, again, this is according to the Kelly blue book. That's the equivalent of buying a Jeep Grand Cherokee every month for the next 60 months, in addition to the $700,000 that you put down. And then at the end of the lease, I'm not entirely sure of what the, what the dollar amount it comes to here, but you don't outright own the car at that point even yet. Then you have to decide, do you want to uh, cough up enough cash in order to buy the car outright, you know, finish the, finish the, uh, the payments and, and own that vehicle, or do you want to get into another lease of a similar uh, nature? Uh, so incredible prices on these. Now, I know I've, I've talked about um, lease, you know, expensive leases on the other show on car stuff uh, many, many times. And, you know, there were some outlandish prices, but nothing was even in the ballpark of this, of this Pagani Hyura Roadster. And, uh, you know, it's $25,339 a month payments. Um, <laughs> it's, it's astounding to me. All right. So I think we, uh, we've covered just about everything we want to on this, on this top 10 list. And I, uh, I mentioned one other thing, um, 
you know what? I'm going to hold it off until the next episode. I'm going to just hold on my next question uh, for uh, for the next episode of, of the Fast Track that comes out uh, very soon. And uh, and maybe it will intrigue you enough to write in and talk to us. Uh, but in the meantime, I would like to hear from you about the uh, the first time that you were ever in a car that went over 100 miles per hour. If you can recall, you know, that moment, you know, you're probably a passenger at that point. Um, and, uh, you know, who was, who was driving? What were the circumstances around that? Um, you know, was it exciting? Was it scary? Was it... Uh, uh, was it something you'd you wish you'd never done? <laughs> you know, you weren't in a vehicle that was going that fast, or you felt out of control, or you know, whatever. I mean, I, I would just love to hear your stories about that, and uh, and and please do write in. And uh, you know, we've got all the uh, all the social hookups. So if you want to contact us, you can do that on uh, on Twitter, where we are the Fast Track Pod. And if you want to check us out on Facebook and on Instagram, we are the Fast Track Show. And uh, you can contact us there. And you know what? I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to. Day, and uh, I promise I'm going to get better at this as I go on, as we progress through some of these uh, these fast topics, some of these focused topics about speed, and uh, come back and listen to us again next week. Thanks. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.